right, welcome to episode three of House of Blurs Presents. There will be spoilers. We are your hosts. I am Nicole of House Calrissian, first of her name, Slayer of Procrastination. And I'm Armani. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Ravenclaw. (laughs) And that's that on that. Hufflepuff for life. Um, <laughs> totally has nothing to do with anything that we shall be talking about today. But hey, so this week we will be covering, we're going to start off, we're going to kick it off with the Mayans, our Mayans recap. We're going to be talking about episodes 9 and 10. So let's just get into the shits. So episode 9 of the Mayans was called The Snake. Yes. That's the English translation for it. Um, Are you going to try and say it in Spanish? Uh, no. So, <laughs> I quit English, I mean Spanish one, uh, very quickly in high school. So, no, I'm not. But, you know, you can Google it. Or you probably know what it, means, what it is. But anyway. So, the snake in this, man, a lot of shit happened in these last two episodes. Like, this was such a Kurt Sutter, Sons type of thing to happen. We had a lot of stuff put into these last two episodes. So, Angel fucking finds out about Easy's deal. Let's just jump to that, like, off the back. Yeah, I like the fact that Porter kind of just walked up in there and was just straight up like, yeah, so your brother's a snitch. Um, You really can't say anything, because then you're a snitch too. Yeah, no one's gonna believe you that you didn't know. That was so fucking smooth on his part. Like, he, that dude... First of all, who trained him? Like, he, you can't even, like, he just straight with it. Like, okay, so yeah, your brother gave us this deal. He worked it out. And, you know, you're still alive for now. I mean, unless y'all continue to go ahead with our deal. So. I, I, I can say I dislike Porter, but at the same time, I like Porter. He kind of reminds me of, what's his name? Not Light from L. He reminds me of L from Death Note. Kind of <laughs> like that, always that one step ahead, just like. Because he's a little off. He's a little different. He is different. He, um, he's, you know, he get, he's trying, he's literally trying to get his job done. And I was going to say, you know, he hasn't done anything totally batshit crazy and dirty to get it done. But he did. So we can't forget about sons. Oh. Well, no, that, you know, I, that came to mind. And then the shit that he had them do in episode 10, but we haven't gotten there yet. So, and then the way he p- tried to play. Emily against Miguel as well was like, yo, if she would, yo, that was, that was my moment. Like that was my moment for Emily for me. Like that was going to save this girl for this whole season. Cause I wasn't really feeling this alabaster white girl. Cause she pale as shit. I loved her and other stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like I love her as an actress and other stuff that she's been in, but I was not feeling her initially for this role. Like in them doing this. However, as the season has progressed, the one thing that I wanted to happen was for her to stay loyal to her husband. And she did that. Yeah. She definitely got some heart. Like, yeah. And it surprised me too. Cause I, I felt like they were going to make it to where she turned on Miguel and it's like, okay, easy. I'm coming back to you because you know, it's a better choice, safer choice for my kid. But no, she, she stood by her husband all the way through. She did. I, I was I was proud of that. I was like, she about to break. And then when she was reading the stuff, the paperwork, and she was reading what was said, 
And I think it was Porter also had made some comments. And she picked up on he, like, it had to be easy where she, he got some of that information. So, like, for her to see that and just be like, yeah. yeah, those little private conversations they had backfired. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's what it was. Because I think it was, like, something that she said to him when she was in the hospital. Yeah. That was on those papers. Yeah, so, like, that was just, that was so well done. I I am a Kurt Sutter and team stan anyway. And this season of the Mayans, although there were, you know, I mean, there were points where we were just like, what the fuck? Y'all piss poor communities. Like, some just things you were just like, eh, we can do without. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of a means to an end, so we get it. Um, but, I, never mind, we'll get to our synopsis <laughs> once we get to the, to the season finale. This was a good-ass fucking episode. Like, it was so well-written, so well-directed. Like, it was so just, everything in this episode, in episode nine, just flowed so fucking well for me. And, you know, they, Miguel's just like, okay, I'm not going to let them put my wife in this position. So I'm going to do what the fuck I got to do. Like, although at the same time, like, I don't, do you think he was doubting her? Do you think that she, he felt like she was going to crack? No, I don't, I don't feel like it. Cause I feel like being with somebody that long in the cartel, even if you don't have any dirt on you, you have dirt on you. Like, there's no way you, you just were married to them for all these years and you didn't know what they were doing at all. Mm-hmm. So, technically, you're just an accessory. Yeah, but, at the, I mean, they were going to cut her a deal and they put her son on the line. Like, as a, as a mother, all shit, you know, to, to be honest, when you, and, and Porter knew that, and that's why he played that that way. He knew that if it came down to her having to choose between her child and Miguel, if, if it comes down to crystal ball, Miguel, she gonna choose her child, and obviously Miguel was just like, I don't want to put her in that situation, so I'm gonna go ahead and sign this shit real quick. Now I wonder how much if some if if I wonder if Porter gave them some of the same paperwork, or if he just put if he purposely gave her paperwork that he knew that he got from Easy, so she knew he got it from Easy, or so she kind of figured that out. I, I would think he probably wouldn't put Easy in Miguel's line of fire. I feel like for the fact that it was stuff she told him in private, I don't think it was directly... Like, it, I don't feel like Miguel would have been able to connect those dots. Like, they already knew there was a mole somewhere in the MC. So I feel like he was just like, okay, it's the mole that said that. The MC knew that. I don't think Miguel didn't know that there was a water leak. Oh, okay. Well, or I mean, a mole in there. The MC was thinking that there's a, a mole somewhere. But they were... Now I'm going back in my head. Their mole issue, though, didn't have to do with um, the FBI. Their mole issue had to do with... Those drugs that got taken. Yeah, the drugs that got taken by the rebels. Okay. So their mole issue was, we got a mole that's going back and talking to the rebels at this point. So, yeah. Um, then in episode 10, or no, no, we're still on episode yeah, 9. Like, <laughs> still on episode 9. Rap. Yeah, so they get out, he sign, He takes the deal. You know, they get in the car at the end together. First off, they put their baby in a car seat. This child's never in a car seat. <laughs> yeah, I like. I was ready for them to get arrested just off the back. I'm like, um, child endangerment. Boom. Um. <laughs> Charges again. Because the way that, okay, yeah, going back to the beginning of this episode, the way that DEA agent even got her 
arrested in the first place because the fact she didn't report the kidnapping. So I was like, yo, that's mad fucking dirt. Like, she was good. Yeah. Oh, your kid got kidnapped. That's terrible. And then she's like, oh, yeah, it was. Oh, well, you're under arrest. Failure to report a kidnapping. It's, it's goddamn. <laughs> that, that whole, all of that was just so smooth. Like, it was yeah, just. No, they knew what they were doing. Definitely. This is probably one of the best DEA teams I've seen in action on a show in a long time. Like, they're just very, like, his team is just, like, on point. You know what I just thought about? Porter's though? on point. What? How did they know that their son got ar- got um, kidnapped? Easy told them that the baby got kidnapped. Oh, okay. Um, Easy had told his cousin about it. Because that's how he was like, you know, they got Miguel at the border because he was trying to get his son back. Okay. All right. I was like, hold on, wait. <laughs> did we miss a, a subtle hint? Yeah, no, that, that information ended up coming from, from Easy. Um, because he had to finally break down and tell them when they were, because that's when they were about to, to cut his deal. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I bet you don't even know where Miguel's at. He's locked up right now. And his cousin, his poor cousin, like. His cousin was really just trying to do the right thing. I feel like he's the only cop on this show that was not doing something relatively dirty. Yeah, he made a deal with an inmate. Or he got an inmate to take a deal, and he was just trying to make sure that both sides kept up their end of the deal. Um, after they got out, and in the end, one, I kind of figured what was going to happen with Devontae. The Devontae situation was going to come to a head. Um, first off, who the fact that he has his brother's childhood medical records just chilling on his desk, like... Who keeps shit like that that handy? No, nah, it was it was the DA's fault. Because the DA, when they came in there, they started rummaging around their stuff and just throwing it around. Because okay. then that's when Emily was like, you know, they almost crushed your brother's medical records. But even then, why is that something? If you're going to lie about something like that, you need to cover up all the evidence of that lie. Like, yeah. why, why, what is the need to keep those medical records? I mean, keep them, but that's some shit that you would put in storage. Like, I don't think I would have... I don't even had like y'all birth certificates <laughs> readily that readily available <laughs> so, <laughs> um facts and you know i mean they probably haven't moved as much as we've moved but <laughs> yeah like that just that to me seems like something odd to just have a file cabinet in an office like just that readily available but that's me i mean i'm not that organized when it comes to official paperwork so probably need to do better um yeah, so the fact that that was there, and then, yeah, if you're going to lie about some shit like that, you probably should know where those records are at. Like, his mom should have known where those records are at. Do you think that they would never, like, just check that? I mean, even when they told him that lie from the gate, like, he could have went and verified it at that point. Like, wait a minute, I got his, his medical records here. I just don't think he knew about it, because it was with his dad's stuff. No, well. So, I don't think he knew about it. And even if his mom did know about it, I don't think she cared. She didn't want to tell him that lie anyway. She didn't, but she did. So, I mean, hey, your actual actions speak louder than what you what you wanted to happen. So, that shit came to light. That, um, once he saw the records, that they fucking lied. And almost got him to, you know, just give up on his son. And... We all knew how fucked up that was when that happened, and we watched it happen. So, yeah, he, uh, him giving 
Devante or finding out that Devante was in fact the person who was the executioner or you know the lieutenant for the cartel at that point and the one who was in charge of carrying out her family getting executed that's pretty fucking karmic justice right there I mean he put that machete in her hand and said that this is what's going to, you know, CLR, CLR trust. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I. What do you think about this? This deal with the with the rebels. Yeah, I feel like this is such a very fine. I still have my bets that she's working with somebody else. I don't feel like it's gonna go over this. I. I just feel like it was too easy for them to just be like, hey, yeah. So we're gonna work with you now. Yeah, I, 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 I'm hoping it doesn't. Honestly, no. But I get that. I want them to get their little retribution and get the money to help rebuild, and then be like, okay, we're not just gonna forget what you did, though. Like, you can help us rebuild it, but after that, like, you're gone. Yeah, there's, there's got, there's got to be something else. She's got in her back pocket, and she definitely comes off as that chick who moves, and she's got multiple things going on. In her back pocket, multiple cards she's playing, so... I wouldn't be surprised if she uses this as a way to become head of the cartel herself. First off, that would be fucking crazy. I mean, <laughs> you, to actually bring the cartel back to Mexico? Like, have it headed and run where it should be? Which, I'm not surprised... I mean, that wouldn't be crazy. I feel like somebody else maybe come up and kind of lead that because it's like okay these you know mexicans were real comfy in the u.s but they call on all the shots and shit and they just taking the money from the backbones of a lot of stuff that's going on in mexico i'm pretty sure it's people who are not feeling that so there's got to be rival cartel i mean there's got to be rivals rival something somewhere. i haven't seen any like outside of the rebels the i mean not yet we haven't seen on the show yet, but I'm just saying, in the nature of this kind of business... There's rivals somewhere. Yeah, there's, there's gonna be rivals somewhere. So. I mean, even if she kept it on that side of the border, I I would like to see that. In the words of Monique, I would like to see it. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm here for it, for sure. I'm here for anything Adelita does. Like, as long as she... As long as Little Mouse don't get hurt. Like, I... the mm, If Little Mouse gets killed, I'm going to cry i was way too emotional this week anyway with the walking dead that fucked me up so bad <laughs> if little mouse died like there's a list of okay so sons was notorious for offing people and having us emotional like just those emotional gut-wrenching moments like people that you were tied into even the ones you didn't know you were tied into yeah. like when half stack died i was yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> what was the, the original sheriff's name um what's up fuck I don't even remember what his name was now, but yeah, like when the they black were, dude? no, the white guy who got hit by the car, who got at, like oh, the end of like <laughs> the one that was trying to actually like help Jackson though, yeah, oh, yeah. like when he died, um, yeah, there's just mad people who you realize you're like, damn, that kind of hurt more than I expected it to, like, so there's that list of people we're gonna touch on that list after you know we we wrap up to that, but we will do as well, um, but yeah, as long as Little Mouse don't get hurt, um, I'm here for it. So, and just Adelina. Like, I, I love her character. I love... What she's trying to do. She's like the Mexican Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, she is. <laughs> there you go. Um, she should be a Disney princess. <laughs> 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 we need to make that happen. <laughs> I'm going to 
dress up as her for Halloween next. Yo, you gotta do is get a good neck yeah. tattoo going. <laughs> I was like, you just gotta get you like a nice little bandana, uh, Ayo, some khakis. Next cosplay, I'm, I'm dressing up as Adelita. Like, yeah, it's like Laura Croft. I mean, somewhere really close. I mean, it's <laughs> no, it's like she dresses like Laura Croft. Oh. You think about it, she kind of does. Um, yeah, so. Where are we at? Okay, Miguel gets his comeuppance because she shops that motherfucker's head off. Head off. Um, and then what else happened at the end of the episode? Oh, Easy. No. Okay. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Poor Easy. Like when he finally confronts his dad about no, the angel. F- angel. Well, when he co- confronts Angel and whoops Angel's ass. No, Angel confronts Easy. Oh, Angel confronts. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm like too many things going on. Okay, so yeah, when Angel confronts Easy and whoops his ass. I was just like, damn, like, I felt that, like, he was legitimately hurt and betrayed, and I'm glad, again, it's another situation I'm glad it played out the way it did, I'm glad it wasn't, oh, little brother, I understand what you were trying to do, I appreciate that you had a clause that didn't get my ass thrown in jail <laughs> as well, because, you know, Porter, you know, threw that in there, like, a part of his deal was that he couldn't touch the club. Couldn't touch Angel. Yeah, couldn't touch Angel. Couldn't touch the club. Uh, but comma. So I'm um, again. I'm glad that that Angel was like, "Yo, fuck you, fuck your dad." Right now, like that's how I'm feeling. And he beat the shit out of him. <laughs> on the street with Porter watching. <laughs> like, just ah uh, man, yeah, that sucked. And then when he confronted his dad. No, nah, that that broke my heart because I was just like, dang. It did because I'm Team Angel. <laughs> I'm Team Angel, and like watching him like that, man. What if, when he was just like, what about me? Like, is this what what what, what was supposed to happen for me? Yeah. Like, do I have another life to live? Oh like, my dang. god! It was like you, you just do. need a hug. You yes. need a hug. <laughs> yes. I'm your son. <laughs> Uh, for real that that was such a great scene between him and Edward um Edward James almost um first so any scene that Edward James almost is in is phenomenal because he is just that caliber of actor but that scene between him and Easy was just like oh man like mm, like you said angel. Hug his angel. angel god damn it <laughs> doing that <laughs> um I think because there's others because JD Prado is on my mind for some things I want to talk about after we finish wrapping up, and I think that's why I keep defaulting back to Easy. So, um, yeah. So he tells him after this shit is done, you had a bounce, bro. Yeah, you fucking kicking rocks, and they went out and got tattoos. Now, what did everybody else get tattooed on them? I feel like I don't. They didn't really go into that because. I mean, like, yeah, other people would have to get tattoos, or else your leader would be like, why, why you got a snake on him? You know what? And so, that's my thing. Like, he has, what, I mean, does Easy not know what the purpose of that, like, snake tattoo was? Like, did he just roll in with that? I feel like he was. I feel like it was one of those things where he's like, okay, get it, you're gonna do it. No, I'm pretty sure he had a good idea. Yeah, I mean. He knew what he did. I mean, at least it wasn't, like, sons where they fucking burnt off your pat, like, your, your tattoo. Like, <laughs> remember, who's, who's, who did they remove? Um. I thought they, like, cut it off somebody's back. They, they burnt it off somebody's back at one point in time. Um, did they, t- did they remove Clay's? 
Did Clay's get cut off? His got blacked out. Somebody's it, got blacked out. His, I think, his might have gotten blacked out. Somebody, because like in, in the first couple of seasons, they had someone hooked up in the garage and they burnt it off. Um, yeah, I mean, that shit's been hella brutal the way they covered those pads. Those like, tattoos cost way too much money. Yeah, and those were some huge ass ink pieces. So, um, yeah. Hey, sons, you get your tattoo covered in or removed. In <laughs> minds, you get a tattoo to symbolize the fuck shit you've done chosen to do. So, uh, yeah. So, Easy's running around with a snake tattoo. Now, my thing is, if anyone else, like, in the MC seen that, like, do they, we just thinking that's a cool serpent, mind serpent tattoo? Like, why are you running around with a snake tattoo? Like, I feel like somebody else in the MC would see that and would raise an eyebrow. I think because of the fact that Angel and Easy are brothers and Angel didn't say anything and Angel's loyalty to this club so far, I don't think anybody would second guess it. Like, I feel like they would expect Angel to say something. Yeah. Regardless of that being his brother or not. Yeah. And then, I mean, you got four of them that showed up with new ink. So, you know, there is there is that. So, moving on to episode 10, titled Cuervo, which we determined means raven um i thought this again was season finale the season moved quickly i mean 10 weeks went by really fast but i mean i guess we should know that because technically we're on what like episode 13 yeah of the main podcast so it has gone (laughs) 10 weeks has gone by so quickly and here we are season finale and out the gate, you have Miguel. I mean, he calls a meeting with the MC. Let him know, yeah, you know, we got some things we need to talk about. And they're kind of like, okay, well, what the fuck's this going to be? And they go to the Indian reservation. Now we know shit don't go well at the Indian reservation <laughs> in hotel rooms. Well, I mean, obviously it didn't go well for, for Easy. Well, it didn't go well for Chinese, but it didn't go very well for Easy because he also had to get his snake tattoo done there. Um. But they link up and, which I knew when they said that they needed a middle person to navigate this trust in between mm-hmm. the rebels and the cartel. We that knew it was going to be the club. Yeah, we knew it was going to be the club. I thought it was going to be more of a person. Like, I thought maybe they were going to have Alvarez do it. I didn't think it was going to be like an all-together type situation. I mean, I definitely think having it be the club is better because they know they have to, I mean, they do votes. So it's not just one person like it's gonna be like several people having to talk about like it's a committee it's a board essentially like we have a board of directors over this you know thing we now have concocted (laughs) so i don't really know if it's gonna be run like that though because i don't think they're gonna let the mayans decide whether or not they're about to be running these drugs how they're running these drugs I, I feel like it's more going to be a thing of, okay, checks and balances. You yeah. just make sure that we stay true, but y'all don't really have a say in what we're doing right now. Uh, I, I think there might be a little bit of, hey, well, this, what this person's trying to do maybe doesn't benefit the whole of this. And, I mean, shit, we are still actually involved in this because we're still fucking muling these drugs. So, I think they'll have very, a little bit, I mean, there'll be a little bit of, 
hey, how about we do it this way? Or some suggestions. <laughs> Maybe, you know, some things. But yeah, at the end of the day, also, like I said, checks and balances to make sure no one is overstepping or doing or trying to do some change. As much as you possibly can try to, you know, be a the middleman for... The cartel and the rebels. Yeah, so. Um, now, and I mean, and, and he told them that we got to take it to a vote, but I'm pretty sure everybody's going to be on board, so... I mean, like, what the fuck you gonna say? No? Yeah, I was like, who's gonna tell the cartel no? <laughs> like, you know like, what? Actually, I, I don't think this is the best idea. Um. <laughs> we were looking to diversify, but not necessarily in this direction. Oh, what, what was, they really didn't have a choice. Let's be real. There was no choice there. It was like, this is what you about to do. Y'all about to mediate this? <laughs> you gonna sit down, you gonna be my friend. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, uh, for real. So, when uh, they took that back, actually, okay, so, still in the, in the in that hotel room when that conversation went down, that's when you, actually, that was still, that was still episode nine, because Devante was there. It was still episode nine that we're still actually talking about, technically, this meeting. Okay. Yeah, that was the end. It was the very yeah, end. Yeah, because when he told Devante to sit across from me. Um, and he just started telling them when he laid it out that, you know, they came to him, they tried to get him to do the deal that his dad did. Like, I like Miguel because he's, and I think this is why I like Miguel and Emily because he's, he's honest. Like, I'm not going to hide it from y'all that they, they're up my ass right now. Y'all need to know this because it affects overall my business and y'all are part of my business so I need y'all to know that the DEA is climbing up my ass and this is what I did and like he's mad transparent I mean as transparent as a head of a cartel can be I guess but and I think I, that's what I like about him and Emily because they have that honesty that honesty yeah yeah so I like I like it I was here for it um and when, you know, going back to the MC, once they got there and they had their meeting, and when Alvarez took off his, when he told him he needed him to hang back because he needed to have a conversation with him, and he took we're off we're his skipping. fucking, we skipping, what, we, okay, we skipping straight to the end of the episode, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> okay, G- then go back, because like, what before that even matters? <laughs> Um, because really, like, what else was there between? Okay, well, I mean, it just it was it was more Emily Angel, c- Angel and Easy trying to trying to get their cousin. We oh, didn't well, touch on that. Though. Oh yeah, totally, totally fucking skimmed over that. So end of the episode, <laughs> they got the text message of what Porter wanted them to do, which is basically take out their cousin that was working for the FBI. Yeah, so you got they got to go kill the cousin, and Angel's like he's trying to keep Easy's you know hands as dirt as clean as possible. So he can just fucking leave and go away and he ain't got to be tied into some more shit. And of course, in typical Angel and Easy Caper fashion, this shit don't go as planned. <laughs> they pop up at the dude's house. And not only is their cousin there, but his boss is there too. So, like, you just killed... Two birds, one stone? Yeah, I'm saying no, but you killed an FBI agent and you killed, like, a director or a supervisor. So that's going to be kind of hard to just... Sweep under the rug, but Porter does it. He gets it done. Uh. What I will say, though, that I liked about this episode 
is that because like at the end of at the end of the last episode, they had us kind of feeling like Angel was just like you're gonna dip because you betrayed me. I just I just don't want you around. Mm-hmm. But I feel like after he he sobered up, he sat there and he thought about it and he talked to his dad again. It was more of a you know what you're right. This isn't what Easy needs to be doing. Yeah, I mean, once because he loved his little brother. I mean, yeah. And naturally, you're angry because they didn't include you in this decision, and you're just putting him first without thinking about me at all. Is how that that initial blow. I mean, that that sucks. So, I mean, his reaction was definitely justified. And uh, yeah, you know, I don't want to look at your face because you lied to me and you betrayed me, and you put me in this position now, though. Too. I mean, you're right. Angel is loyal to this MC. The stuff that he's trying to do was trying to separate the MC from the cartel. And essentially, Easy's deal put him in a position to where they didn't look at Angel like he's a rat. Since Angel's his sponsor, too. Exactly. And that shit sucks. So they killed her cousin. Now, Cuzzo had a whole ass family. So, like, I, I, that shit's not going away. I'm sorry. Uh, even though they buried them in the desert. In a unmarked grave in the desert, and Easy took a picture, and I'm, you know, I'm sure that picture was got sent to Porter. But again, that just to me wasn't smart because all that shit is traced. So, is it though? Because Porter, Porter sure did wipe everything from Easy's file. Like he he erased everything. I don't know exactly what branch of the military he's working with, but oh, they do that. I mean, that's how they put people in the witness protection program. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty sure he just. I'm pretty sure that that's not a problem. Maybe probably because Porter even said he's like you know taking care of one thing that was no problem. He's like, but two, you made it a little difficult. So you and owe he, me a favor. Yeah, of course. You know he wouldn't just go and totally let him off. He's like, you still owe me. Uh, so how much he's gonna call on that favor at some point? Like that's just that's gonna happen. Um, but. When Easy was supposed to t- go and tell, you know, them that he was leaving, he, well, okay, so, well, no, he has that conversation first with them, and they're sitting there talking. At first, I thought, maybe he's going to go nomad. I was like, maybe that's, because I was like, he's not, obviously, he's not going to leave the MC. Like, this, the fucking show is called The Mayans. Easy not about to be out here just in these streets. <laughs> like, what I thought was going to happen, I thought when Adelita was talking to Angel, in that little, like, maze or wherever they were at, I thought she was going to kill him. Who? I, Adelita. I thought Adelita was going to kill Angel, and that was going to be the reason Easy stayed. First off, if Angel dies, we riot. I'm just, I'm putting it out there. That, that's the thing, though. It just, like, it had that son's feel. And that's what I like about these season finales, because they feel like season finales. Like, you're just, like, you're kind of You're on holding your breath. Yeah. Yeah, the whole time. Because it's like, this is just, for real, like, when she was tucking little mouse in and she was just like you know are we safe here and she was like yes we're safe i'm like no you're not (laughs) you're not safe (laughs) this house about to blow up (laughs) yeah i was like something's gonna go wrong there was too much peace in those last five minutes i was like this something's gonna i was like either this house i'm saying like okay this house gonna blow up somebody's about to shoot in this house when she was walking away with angel like this house gonna blow up for real now because she's not in it and they about to see it but you know uh like, yeah, I was waiting for that shit to just go all the way left. And it didn't. So I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> <But> <laughs> my nerves <laughs> was not, was just like on edge. 
that whole time. And, you know, her asking Angel to stay. And again, I'm glad he didn't stay because, you know, I want to hug Angel. So. <laughs> so. I'm glad, though, that she wasn't just stringing him around this whole time. That, yeah. that she genuinely had feelings for Angel. Yeah, I, I would have been kind of mad if this was all really just a means to an end for her to get one to get at his dad. Because she thought his dad betrayed her family. That would have pissed me off. Um, but yeah, so she she does have eyes for him. Which means he's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be so sad when that shit happens. For real. Um, yeah, one of them's going to die. It's going to be like a Jackson Terror situation. For real. It, uh, man. No, it's, it's, man, I, I, don't, I, hate, I hate comparing anyone to Opie. Because I'm still not over Opie's death. All these years later, like, I'm still not over that. And right now, I just feel like Angel is my Opie. So, I'm, I'm like... I can see that. I can, I can definitely mm, see that. Ugh. Why do we put ourselves through all these emotional... Easy is still not my jacks, though. Like, I'm just not, like... <laughs> it's not my jacks. <laughs> nah, he's not. <laughs> but, I mean... I think that was the, that was kind of the, that was the juxtaposition between these seasons, though. Okay, yeah. Easy ain't Jax. Yeah. Like, he I ain't built he's like Jax. He's a prospect. Yeah. He's not a. He's not in, like, been in this club knee deep. He wasn't born in this. Was, yeah. Nah. So. I remember that. He ain't got, okay. <laughs> he ain't walking out here with these crisp, you know, white. White Air Forces. Yeah. <laughs> Stomping niggas out. <laughs> yet so yeah no um easy's definitely not Jax. um and i don't ever think he will be Jax. like that's not what i don't think i don't think that's what the minds is i don't think that's what's in the cards down the line for easy but angel is my op <sighs> um and we get some sons in this as well because they decided to throw okay, okay first Alvarez takes off his patch. Can we get back to that? Can yeah, we get back to, yeah. again, my emotional distraughtness? <laughs> when he took that patch off, I was like, yo, what is going on here? Like, I'm not... Are, I, I kind of thought, I was like, okay, are we about to... Season one, the Mayans, we had so many little sun's Easter eggs hidden throughout. You know, little points of reference because you, you're trying to, you know, draw... Keep those fans from sun's. Because initially, let's be real, that's who's watching this, is people who watch Sons. So we want to keep those people tied in, invested. Hoping for a little glimpse of Jack's Teller. <laughs> but at some point, we have to let them go because this show has to stand on its own. Which I... I agree. It's going to fucking hand... I mean, there's, at this point, there's, there's no qualms about this show is going to stand on its own at the end of the day. Um, but... I appreciate it. We, we, everyone appreciated those nods to Sons. We loved them. We looked for them. We longed for them. So to see Alvarez take that cut off, I was like, this ain't the, you know, distancing ourselves from Sons I wanted, though. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, where is he going? <laughs> so that was, a, that was a hell of a, a scene. And then, like, they're sitting there having this conversation, and... Uh, Bishop looking like he about to cry. I'm like, yo, is Alvarez dying? Does he have cancer? <laughs> nah, I thought I, I thought Alvarez was about to tell him like I thought. No, I my whole thing was I felt like Angel was gonna die. So I thought when he told Easy to get out 
and then he was like, alright, come here, I need to talk to you. I thought he was about to be like, yeah, so you don't need to take him out because mm. he's a snitch. And then he was going to try and take him out and then Angel was going to jump in front of his little brother. Like, I was <laughs> I was just waiting. I was waiting. I didn't feel like Angel was going to make it through this first season. So, when he was looking at the tattoo, because do you see Alvarez look at Easy's arm? And I thought Alvarez was going to make that link with that tattoo and yeah. be like, yo, so what's the deal with your, <laughs> your prospect and the, 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 the narc tattoo? Like, what's going on? That didn't happen, obviously. So I feel like maybe if they all got different little animals, like, they could be like, because it's the Mayans. I they feel could, like it could be like, it's a little nod to the Mayan gods, you know, if they, like, someone got a snake. Coco had a dragon. Like, Coco, Coco also had a... His tattoo was a Mayan-style animal as well. But I think it was like a dragon type of symbol. Is what it looked like. Um, so, just a other, another actual note to Mayan history. Uh, every episode has been had a Spanish title and an actual Mayan title. So, if you were not aware of that, little tie-in. Um, there you go. Little nugget. Uh, so, yeah... But, comma, we quickly learned that, uh, one, Easy didn't leave the club. <laughs> um, he asked Bishop to sponsor him. I mean, he was smart about that, because it's not like he could be like... It's not like Angel could do anything to him if he did not leave. Because if Angel didn't say something to the club then, he couldn't say anything now. He definitely can't say anything now. Hell no. Because now he technically worked with the police, too, so... He's like, you can't make me leave. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm glad Easy pulled that card. He pulled that, you know, I'm, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm not just your little brother. Um, so you're going to have to kind of respect that a little bit. And I'm here to stay. Like, y'all y'all going to stop treating me like a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah. So he's going to be sponsored by Bishop. How how long until this dude gets a cut? Nine months. Nine months. Nine months till he's full patch. So... Do we think we're going to see, like, beginning of season two or mid-season two? Like, where are we going? We're... Okay, pause. Back up before we even get there. So, we actually didn't touch on the fact that Emily approached Easy in that hotel room. We didn't talk about that. So, when Emily walks up on Easy and was like, if you do anything that puts my family in danger. Like, I think, like, that was the moment when Easy realized, like, when because his, his dad told him that. Like, she's in this... More than you think. She's not that squeaky schoolgirl mm-hmm. anymore that you was with in high school. And this was this was a, a hell of a maturing issue for both ish um, episode for both Emily and Easy. We ain't those little kids no more. Y'all gonna stop trying to put us in those places. It's kind of how I took that 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 come up of the both of them because. His mom, all season long, been trying to treat her like this fragile. Oh, you know, women stay on the outside, and she like nah. Mm-mm. I'm inv- I'm going to be involved. Like, I'm not going to just sit here and be quiet when shit happens. I understand, like, I got my place, but comma. So, her stepping up there, her showing that she is completely loyal to her husband. And, you know, his in this family that they have. And, you know, his organization. So, you know, her being in that room when that conversation went down. And then, you know, her telling easy, like, yeah. And I think that's... I think that's when that clicked with Easy as well. To be like, look, you know what? We all, we... You, they went their separate ways. Yeah, this is it. Like, that's it. And 
all the little possible of, okay, maybe I'll leave the club and maybe she'll leave, leave this life as well. I think, I think in the back of his mind, that's what he was hoping would happen. And that's why he was trying to be, you know, Captain Save a Ho. I'm like, oh, I'll tell her. That if he brought down the cartel, brought down her husband. Yeah. That she would, yeah. She would leave and they'd be back together. Um, <clears throat> but he's on her and half in it. So, okay, back to where we were at now. End of season 10. So, the sons show up. Some some members of the sons show up. Um, first, when they were at the table, Alvarez made that comment about he's keeping his word that he made to Jax Teller. Yeah. So, clearly, in the timeline, this is after Jax has died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the thing. I was just I was just hoping, like, you know, like, we could do without the sons, but I was hoping we'd some, get our little Charlie Hunnam, like, step in and just, just you know. Drive just drive past. Yeah. Like, drive by. Like, <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Let's just throw, just throw Charlie on a motorcycle and let him drive by. <laughs> That'd be a fucked up scene if his drive-by was his death scene, and like there was like a you know another oh, highway. <laughs> <laughs> no, like there was like two like highways that were running like parallel, and like the mines were doing some shit. And over in the distance, you see another highway where there's a major accident, or and on the one news, of the Mayans that was driving the truck that hit Jacks. Oh no, the dude that was driving the tra- uh, truck was the dude who played. Um, in the original Fantastic Four movie, who used to be on, it was it Justice? Reed Richards? No, no, no. Ben. The thing. Yeah, him. Yeah. He was on another show on FX back in the day. I can't think what his name is now. But he was on a show on FX that was a Kurt Sutter show as well. I believe I don't think Kurt Sutter was, Kurt Sutter was like executive producer on it or whatever. I'm not about to Google this either. Um, but he was involved on that show. Was it one with the Firefighters? Was it Rescue Me? No, it wasn't Rescue Me, because I think he played a detective. I don't fucking remember. Okay. All right, this yeah. was back really? when, like, Nip Tuck was on, and I was, like, heavy in Nip Tuck, so I didn't even watch that show, but he was on a previous cartoon. But anyway, that's who was driving that 18-wheeler. Okay. Um, anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, but that would have been crazy, too. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, no, that would have sucked. <laughs> and anyway, I don't want to see that again. <laughs> so... Back to what the fuck we were at. So Alvarez, you know, walks off. But Miguel also told his right-hand man, basically, you're still going to be my, one of my generals, but your position's changing because you're out here in these streets moving mad sloppy. Like, the beating of the nun and leaving her in that church like that, that was pretty tasteless, buddy. Like, that's not the kind of shit I really want you doing. So I find it funny that that was the issue, but he didn't bring up the... Okay, so yeah, no, that to me is bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on this one. You tell him that you got an issue with him beating the nun and leaving her in the thing, but you had no issue with a, being about to pour boiling water on a child to get his father to tell you where your son was at. I feel like maybe it's a little diff. Like, how ethically would you punch a kid? Okay, nah. It's, I feel like it's just the nun thing. Like, you just, there's certain things you don't, it's like, okay, I get women and We children. killing kids? You, I get it. It's like, you know, you're not supposed to touch women and children, but I feel like nuns, especially in the Mexican culture, have a higher standing We're putting children. nuns above kids. But were they in Mexico, though? It's like, okay, but. To, okay, yeah, wanna, to me, that was. I'm not problematic. Like, I'm not. Yo, if I, what was, what's his name? 
Miguel? No, not Alvarez, Miguel. No. Bishop? No, the, the general. The dude. Uh, Devante. No, Miguel's right-hand man. Ex-right-hand man at Devante. least. No, not him. <laughs> the one oh, with the, the braids. braids. <laughs> We're Googling nothing on this episode. I'm not picking up my phone. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Anyway, um, dude with the braids. Uh, can't think of his name, but whatevs. Him. Yeah, like, I feel like in the back of his mind, he's probably like, bitch, you was about, you had me murk a kid, but you mad about this. It's just different. Like, and she was in a church, though. The church is like those oh places. Oh, my God. Okay. Omar <laughs> was out here. No, no, no. No, Omar was out here knocking people out. And he said, so you shot off my grandma's Sunday crown? <laughs> like you, no, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing, different. though. No, no, that's the thing, though. You respect old ladies going to church, like, Sundays are a sacred day. I mean, we talking about black hood, black gang gangster rules. Wait, but, that's t- t- but it's Mexicans in the Catholic Church, though. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mexicans is the church crown. Oh, I mean the the nuns is the church crown. <laughs> for, okay. <laughs> I guess when you put it that way, maybe that makes sense. Somewhere, someone's agreeing with you. It's gonna agree with you on this. So, yeah, that. His his face though was like, so I feel like that's gonna be where we're gonna have some division next season. That that was a build up to next season, the hostility inside the cartel. He's gonna be a little upset that, but I mean, you're still prote- he told me you're still protecting the family. Like your job is still going to be the most important because you're protecting my wife and kid. Like that's what it is. Like you still have a very important deal. You're just not gonna be on these streets running reckless. Like, doing that kind of stuff. Which, I mean... It makes sense. Yeah. And he clearly, like, he enjoyed that part of his job. And was sad that that was being taken away from him. Um, his little... His face, though. Like, he... At, the, at that moment, like... He's kind of... He's probably, like, my... My... Mm, B person. I'm gonna say he's probably my B person on this show. So, he's my... He's my Tig. <laughs> so, so seeing him sad was like oh putting you need a hug too <laughs> yeah he might be my take um yeah that was that's obviously going to be an issue come next season because we learn then that the person that he Has is replacing him is, is alvarez. alvarez so um and they were already having their beef with the club as is. Like, his little Men of Mayhem district, what is calling that? Yeah. Um, they were already having their issues with the Mayans at the beginning of this season. Yeah. With and how they were running things. Mm-hmm. So, now, for him to be replaced by him, I feel like he's going to take that as, like, a kick in the face. But I don't feel like he'll betray the, cl- he'll betray the cartel, though. I don't see that happening. Mm. No. I mean, I don't I don't think... it might. It may not come... In a betrayal, like, I'm going to give the FBI information, but something's going to happen, for sure. So, something's going to happen. Uh, like, well, obviously, we have to just wait and see like everybody else. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so to see Alvarez essentially get a... Is that a promotion? Yeah, I, I feel like being an MC leader, as opposed to a cartel boss's right hand do you get a slight pay raise not like alvarez was out here running his branch of the mc anyway i mean he ain't been home yeah, he's been chilling <laughs> this, this he been on vacation in southern california <laughs> like he's not going home well i mean he's the president no is he just the president of his char- like he has he's the president of his chapter of his club yes 
So what was his... Oh, I think... Okay, so he was just there for the fact that that charter was working with the cartel. Yes. So he's kind of the president. He's been the in-between between... president. Mm, like, no, he's been the go-to connect for this cartel. And okay. he was hand, heading stuff... Because his, his branch is where... What? North Cali. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, he just was the always the in-between between, for the cartel. And since, obviously, whichever branch... Whichever branch of the MC is on that border obviously has to be brought in. So Miguel is still going to be the, I mean, Alvarez is still going to be the in-between guy. But, so now, yeah, it makes, you had to be down here anyway. So, I mean, your ass went home doing your crazy jobs. So Yeah, so now I'm guessing Alvarez is going to be a more prevalent character. And it's Yay! <laughs> I'm here for more Alvarez. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that makes me happy. Um, um, I'm okay with that. But to my coffee's up, kicking in. <laughs> to, to wrap up the minds, do you think that we're going to get a time jump within this? Like, are we going to come back and Easy's going to have his patch, or he's still going to be in prospect mode? I think season two is going to start, and he'll still be a prospect. Um, I don't think we will get a. He, I think he'll probably get patched halfway through the season, if not the end of next season. But no, I don't think we'll be a time jump. I think we've got a lot of shit. We've got enough shit going on to not need to do. A time uh, jump. necessarily a time jump now we have seen time jumps done in suns where episode one is literally a this is where we've been for the last six months type thing so we might get the little glimpses of the mc running like moving some stuff we might see you know a patch party so could it happen like that hmm. he could um actually we we fucking left out the ending of all endings to this shit so easy after the suns, we see happy. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I get get, 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 get a little happy. happy. Yeah, um, I love happy. Happy is my happy. And <laughs> so, nobody, there's no other happy like you. Not replacing happy was hands down like my probably second or third favorite sons character, and I loved every minute that he was on screen. So getting to see him was the ultimate like sons connection and nod for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, unfortunately, though, it wasn't easy, didn't have that same, feeling. same, same feeling when he saw Happy, because then we get that flashback, and it's revealed that Happy is the one who killed his mother. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? So, it's like, are we losing Happy? Fuck no. Nah, it's like, no. is he going to be a more prevalent character? So, okay, so clearly then, Happy's going to play a bigger role in this next season. No. So, you know what? That would make sense for there not to be a time jump. Because then they'd have to explain why that charter of sons is just chilling out there. No, what's going to happen is he's going to have to get the fuck over it. <laughs> he's going to have to learn to let, let it go. Because you're not coming at Happy. You're not coming after Happy. Who's he going to tell? Like, do you know the kind of inter-MC shit that would happen if he tries to go after Happy? We would have more sons on screen. Which I don't think that's what they want to do. I don't think they want to bring more members of the sons in. But you're not coming for Happy's neck without everybody else showing up. That's just not ha- I mean, everybody else who's left. I mean, that's just not going to happen. Speaking of who was left? Yeah, I was like, who was left in charge of the Charming Charter once Jax died? Was it, t- no, it wasn't Tig, um, Chips? Chips. 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 Yeah. 
You're going to have chips wrong. It's, it's just not happening. We're not, you're not coming at happy. Who was left? Chibs? Tig? Was Tig left? Or did he leave? Oh, I don't... Like, <laughs> Chibs is the only one I could think of that was still really there. Yeah, because Bobby Ellis died. Yeah. And that was, like, mm-hmm. one of the saddest fucking things ever. Um, we're not going to read... We're not even going to go over this. Because <laughs> I'm going to get sad all over again. Um, but, yeah, okay, so... Happy can't die. Because then you got the sons in here. Trying yeah. To, you're going to have... They're enacting their anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have all of Sam Crow riding up on your front doorstep. Um, Alvarez ain't going to have to deal with that kind of bullshit. Like, he can be like, look, y'all, I'm, I've got my cushy job now. Y'all need to chill the fuck out. But something, something's going to happen. Like, what's... I feel like if it was... A, if it becomes a situation of Happy was hired there... To it was it was a job like if it was a job then Easy is going to have to accept that that's simply what that was like it's he's a part of the club you don't you get sent to do something you don't question what you're doing like that was Happy was the head of the Men of Mayhem so it's like that's just that's what he did so this actually brings it into the into question was who was Happy there to kill because I'm pretty sure it wasn't his mom was he there for their dad. Or was he there for Angel? And the mom just happened to fucking be there that day. Do you know the kind of, like, the, the wedge that this will drive between Easy and Angel if it comes out that Happy was actually sent? I mean, but, I mean, if he was sent to kill Angel and he actually killed the mom. Angel would have ended up dead regardless. Yeah. I, I feel like he was there to kill the mom. Well, I feel like she might have, like, what if it was a case of she seen something that she wasn't supposed to see? That that's gonna be the question. Like, how did the mom end up being the person that got killed? Because it was it was either ain't yeah. <laughs> let's let's let me find out. <laughs> she was like an old crow eater. <laughs> like, she used to be like somebody else's old lady back in the day. <laughs> yeah, you know how crazy that would be. <laughs> For those of you who do don't know, if you did not watch Sons, Crow's Eaters were essentially the chicks that hang ar- hung around Sam groupies. Crow. Yeah, the groupies. Yeah, she's gonna be like an old Crow Eater or some shit like that. That would be... I mean, this is still eight years ago. So, if you think about it, this is still essential Sam Crow days. Like, that's at least season three or four yeah. of Sons. And it's like, if he got sent there, it has it would have to be something to do with Sam Crow. Yeah, I mean, it, it would have to be at the order. I mean, and we're assuming because Happy, before he joined Sam Crow, he was in a different. He was either he was nomad. Was he? I don't remember if he was nomad or if he was just with somebody else and he moved charters. So there's that. There's that possibility too. This could have been something that was done pre him joining Sam Crow. Mm-hmm. So that that's a lot. I mean, it's definitely it was a good ass setup to season two so yeah i'm definitely looking forward to it the mayans if you have not watched first off if you haven't watched but you've sat here and listened to us talk about it go back watch it um relive it in all of its glory (laughs) um yeah it was it was amazing they did a hell of a job on it and i am pleased and i was happy so um yeah that's anything else for 
for the minds? No, I think that was it. Um, we will definitely be tuning in next season. Hell yeah! Uh, for sure. Definitely. And with that being said, this leads us into American Horror Story. Oh, my stars. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Retweet. Um, I feel you on that. Because at this point, next episode is the season finale. We have yet to touch back on the current timeline. We are still technically in a flashback. So, we started this season off with a, with the apocalypse, the end of the world, and they in this bunker, and what's going on here, and Michael shows up, and a couple of people are going to get to leave said bunker. And then we get the whole story of how everybody in that bunker ended up in that bunker. That is what this entire season has been. How did we get to the apocalypse? Now, I appreciate that. I'm not even mad at that. All I'm saying is, y'all better give me an American Horror Story Apocalypse Season 2. That's what I'm saying. That's the only way to do this correctly. Because if they just cut it, if they try to just cut up all these loose ends, tie everything up with these extra week, just like, like how they, honestly, how they did, how they ended Coven. I love Coven. It was still one of my favorite seasons. But Ooh. I feel like when they just wrapped everything up with the like how they wrapped up the Marie Laveau thing with with the Kathy Bates just chopping her up, like they you know it was too quick. Everything was there was no actual. It it felt like it was a rushed ending, yeah. and I don't want them to do that because this has the potential to be one of the best seasons of American Horror Story. So and we- no one would be tripping about a part two. No, no, for sure. I'm I'm okay with season two. I'm okay with 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 Apocalypse Part Two. Um, I don't think there's anyone like this. Has been a damn good season. Um, the you know what? <laughs> We've been doing live tweets with American Horror Story, and when people say like when people complain about it being so flashback heavy, I think that almost kind of drives me a little bit crazy. It's like okay, we have we have to know how the fuck we got here. So I'm not upset about all the flashbacks. I'm not upset that we've been in a flashback this long, but like you said, I don't want it to be a rushed ending. And American Story American Horror Story has a history of rushed endings. Or like, you know, we're just gonna wrap this all up in an hour and twenty minutes. And honestly I feel like every season of American Horror Story, now that I'm thinking about it, has, has ended like that, that has ended like that. Yeah. Like with the first season it was just when they had that Spanish family move in, they all scared them, they left. Season two, Asylum and didn't really pay attention to Asylum. <laughs> season three, how they just rushed, like, the witches. They're like, okay, we're going to kill Fiona Good, get rid of Marie Laveau, everybody's gone. Yeah, so I... Ugh, Carnival. Fuck. They had that dude just come in there and kill all the um, the carnies, basically. And then that was just that. Yeah, I so. hope we don't get a rush. Because I feel like, first off, I don't know what the fuck FX is doing. during. They're getting in all of their... They're paying all their bills during American Horror Story because there's so many fucking commercials... And the show, the time slot is an hour, but I swear there's probably only about a good 15 minutes of actual show time, which is trash as fuck FX. Like, this needs to stop. We need, if you're only going to do one more episode, this needs to be an hour uninterrupted. FX has done that before, which shows, I I can't remember who's done it, but several shows have done. I know it's been done. Yeah, I know it's been done. Uninterrupted season finales. That's what the fuck we need. That is what the fans deserve. <laughs> if I don't get it, I'm going to write a strongly worded tweet. <laughs> so, yeah, no, nah, we, need, we need a full 
hour, uninterrupted hour season finale. If they are going to just wrap this up in one possible episode, because... I feel like that's what's going to happen. Now that I'm... Okay. Let's let's cover this episode first before we... <laughs> Complain about it. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, um, th- I guess we'd have to cover the last episode, or just go over real briefly last episode of American Horror Story. So that was, last one was the Halloween episode, and basically we see how Michael got Miss Mead. Yeah, yeah, we, we but, get explained. First off, I wasn't feeling the fact that we spent a whole fucking episode on how Miss Mead became a robot. I didn't need that. I feel like I feel like it was too thought out of a story that was unnecessary. He's the Antichrist. He could have just made a robot. Yeah, <laughs> this like, that was the most wasteful episode to me this season. Like I didn't need a whole ass season of, of Miss Mead's backstory. In, I didn't care. In a way, I feel like just this is my hopes because it's what I would do. <laughs> I think that they're doing so much of this backstory to try to show that Michael still has some kind of humanity. I think they're trying extra hard to, it's like, yeah, he's the Antichrist, he's trying, he's really determined to bring about the end of the world, but he still has a heart. At the end of the day, he's a hurt child. Yeah, like, he, yeah, technically he has the maturity of a six-year-old. Like, no, I'd say by now, maybe like 10, 11. <laughs> like, yeah, a 10, 11-year-old playing Fortnite. <laughs> he's doing Fortnite yeah. tantrums. <laughs> yeah, like, well, leaving himself in the world. He's like, I'm not leaving this spot until you tell me what to do. <laughs> For real. Uh, that was just, that was a disturbing-ass episode. Like, that whole, <sighs> yeah, that was mad disappointed. And I was like, Evan Peters and his bowl cut, poor thing. Like, no wonder he's quitting. No wonder he doesn't want to do this shit anymore. They put him in the worst haircuts ever, the uh- worst sweaters ever. Evan Peters is not quitting. He said he's done with American Horror Story after this season. He did? Yeah, he said he's tired. He said he needs a... He said he doesn't want to do this anymore because it's been... All his characters have been very dark. I thought that was the thing, though. I thought he just... He's like, I don't want to do any more dark characters. What the fuck we doing? I think that they would let him do a lighthearted character. Like, like old dude that he was doing at the beginning of season of Coven, Kyle, before he got, like, turned to, like, Frankenstein's monster by the witches. <laughs> Like, he was pretty, because he was the only little frat guy that was like, hey guys, let's, let's not sexually assault this woman in this room, you know? I think the overall tone of American Horror Story is just dark, and I think he's, I don't Over know, it. yeah, I don't think he was, I don't know. I mean, what's he gonna go do now? They gonna recast Evan. Quicksilver? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd be alright with Evan Peters still as Quicksilver. I like nah, his, nope, I, man, I nah, I like his Quicksilver. And that was the only salvageable thing out of that movie, I'm not even going to lie. You're right, it was his Quicksilver. He needs a better wig. Um, Yo, better dye his job. wigs be trash as <laughs> fuck and everything. Yo, what is his real hair? I don't even look good. What is his, his real his hair? His real hair is that blonde hair he has. Like, the how he has it in, like, season one, season two. Mm, well. Um, so, anyway. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. So, we, we get... You know, how Miss Mead, we get the whole... Uh, church of Satan. Church of Satan. The Sandra Bernhardt leading the church saying, first off, I ain't seen her in a minute doing much, but that was such a great role for her. I mean, it's way before your time, so I know you probably haven't seen her in, like, anything. Um, but that was such a good role for her, and I was okay with it. And the way they played that out is just... I don't actually want to go to one of those meetings to know if that's what they're like, <laughs> 
I can imagine that's probably what they're like. <laughs> so when he showed up in there and they were like, you gotta uh, bring on the sins. <laughs> what are your sins this week? His face, like, it, it's those moments where you're like, okay, and, and I think, and like you said, they've tried to show that Michael has some decent, like, some good in him. Like, there, it's not all dark. There is some light in there. And, yo, when he was, he was, like, so upset when she was, like, <laughs> when when she was saying, I stole from a nursing home. He was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> His face was just like, oh, man, I thought I found my place. These people are just fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Again, he, he looked like it. That, there's very few moments where I've wanted to hug Michael. That was, like, one of them. Yeah, and then when he was talking to that old lady, and she's like, you know, why are you here? He's like, my dad left me. My mom tried to kill me. It's like, you actually, like, you feel for him, because it's like, he really does, he was just kind of put in this position, and he doesn't really know what to do. Yeah. So, and he, like you said, he's still a child, technically. So. Dexter's dad did a way better job. (laughs) Dexter had a dad. Dexter's dad was there. You're what has Satan done for Michael? <laughs> True. <laughs> um, I guess there's that. So, um, yeah, when he was just like, that's really nice of you. Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, you know, we can't all be perfect all the time. So, you know, she takes him home and she nurses him back to health and he tells her who she is. And this little batshit crazy lady, like, again, you know what? It's, he's longed. Like you said, for a mother figure as well, um, because he hasn't had one and he attaches to these women. So insert, you know, him wanting his Miss Mead back after she was killed. Um, So that wasn't. That was kind of sad as well. It's like you don't want to be like, you know, I feel for the Antichrist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you sure don't. (laughs) That's that episode had me burning sage for real. Like it was like there's just all the hell Satan's. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is getting heavy. Like, I'm gonna need to put this amethyst by the front door, throw a little more obsidian, like, oh, we gonna need to some couple protection, like mm, some incense. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Ryan Murphy really pre- presses the edgy button this season. Yes he has. Like they I this is definitely the edgiest season. Nah, I think Asylum was the edgiest season. You think Asylum? Asylum, Asylum when they had the nuns, like, the, yeah, no, when they had, like, the nun possessed by the devil trying to have sex with the Nazi priest that, like, yeah. <laughs> that just sounds like Wolfenstein. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like somewhere between Wolfenstein and the evil within, too, but, okay, yeah. Um, if you haven't played Wolfenstein or the evil within, too, you should but anyway so uh yeah so we we get a whole ass episode dedicated to miss mead which i didn't need so we're gonna we're, we're good um we get the origin of miss venable miss venable yes yes and then the next next episode we learn because i was I, that's one thing i was actually wondering like where did she come from yeah like what is because i'm starting to think okay maybe the witches end up possessing people and that's what they are in the bunker, and they're going to come back. Like, so that's what I was thinking. Like, Sarah Paulson's playing Sarah Paulson playing someone yeah, else. I was like, Sarah Paulson's <laughs> playing Cordelia, playing Miss Venable, playing Cordelia. Yes. 
<laughs> Yo, shout out to Sarah Paul. She deserves an Emmy. That's an Emmy, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That's that's an Emmy, fucking for sure. Like, um, American Horror Story won Emmys. Yeah, Sarah uh, Paulson has one for American Horror Story. Yeah. Which is it's actually, I'm, I'm sorry. No, this last Emmy season, she won for the OJ um, movie, miniseries, docu-series thingy. So, she, which was hella well-deserved. Anyway, Sarah Paulson is just amazing. I'm here for redhead Sarah Paulson in purple. Like, I'm here for Daphne Sarah Paulson. Because <laughs> legitimately, she dresses like Daphne. Like, I was, like, really trying to wonder, like, where they got this color scheme from and... Sure enough, somebody's been watching episodes of Scooby-Doo. It's also where these haircuts came from <laughs> that they put poor Evan Peters in as this heroin snorting or coke snort, coke whatever snorting. the fuck they're snorting. Silicon Valley type. Like, these... Man, it's... You know who they are throwing shots at this season. They threw shots directly at Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> at, like, they literally, they said Elon Musk. Yeah. He was like, I'm not going to say who, but Elon didn't give us any credit. <laughs> like, man, they're not pulling any punches. Um, they, they, they create the, the meme the, machine. Yeah. So. And that was basically it. Like, no exaggeration. That's what that episode was. We barely got any witches. I'm trying to think if we even saw the witches at... We didn't see the witches at any point. Mm-mm. No, we just got the meat machine. And Venable. And in this last episode, again, we see how Venable becomes the head of that bunker. So we get that, how she ends up there. Actually, we, we don't have that yet. Because they offered it to her, but she was like, no, nah, I quit. Obviously, she took she accepted the position. Afterwards. I'm, like, I'm gonna get to my thoughts on this after, after um, after what we air. Like, no. what the fuck else? <laughs> after we get done talking about this episode, okay. Like when we come with our predictions, because I got a couple, I got a couple thoughts. Okay. So also in this, now we get the witches back, and they are trying to figure out a way to get their powers together to keep themselves protected from Michael, and they put a barrier spell on the house, and Cordelia's like, "Oh no, we good here. We safe. We good." Voodoo Queen walks up. What a voodoo. Undo. <laughs> what you did do. With the voodoo. Nah, I, I, I first of all, how did they not realize that was happening? Like, how did they even... How did... I'd have been like, no voodoo witches either. Like, if if they know there's anybody... <laughs> Antichrist, demons, because she said demons, like, Antichrist, like, you forgot the voodoo priestess. <laughs> like, we're I was about to say, they might as well just been like, no black people. But Queenie's black. Yeah, Queenie's already in the house. (laughs) Like, how do you... How, like... Man, how does your protection spell not have an alarm system built in? Yeah, like, how do you not know anybody's on your grounds? Like... How do we not have cameras? True! We didn't see them roll up. Like, they had to pull up to the front door and come in. They were... And she was sitting there for a good little minute. Like, she was... She had to draw her little, like, barbecue sauce little... (laughs) circle around it. I was just... How do we not have a Nest Home Protection System on this house? <laughs> like, they could have picked one of them up from Walmart a long time ago. Like, at How this... did nobody sense this? Like, either Cordelia or... What's the... Mallory. Like, y'all are supposed to be the Supreme... Cordelia, Mallory, Queenie, somebody's... No one's spidey senses went off that these unwanted motherfuckers was at the door. And then the door was evidently... Was it unlocked? It not open when she did that spell. When she did that, that was their little. We light. didn't hear the door open. <laughs> like, 
pool. The house isn't that big. <laughs> yeah. I mean, clearly, because they walk in, and then that dining room is right there immediately. Like, when you walk in, it's immediately to the left, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you walk in, it's right by the stairs. Yeah. So, I mean, no one felt a draft. No one heard the door open. <laughs> we just, and then, you know, so much for that fucking protection. So, and I, that was like so, the look on Queenie's face. Like, I thought this shit was protected. <laughs> And immediately, Jones Col- Joan Collins gets the, uh... The axe. Yeah, the fucking... That that scene was just like... That scene made me mad. I... I don't like how Ryan Murphy does... Okay, so it's like, if he has a female character against a female character... Okay, it, it's all-out war. But as soon as it's like the male character versus the female character type thing, they're automatically reduced to this weak, like... There were, there was no fight at all within that scene. Yeah, I would have liked a little more fight too. I feel like they went down way too fucking easy. Like Zoe was one was one little whatever the little when they did the seven wonders, there was only one that she couldn't do. So it's like how was there no fight? And it, and if and like Queenie's the only one that actually did something. When she tried to like slit her throat, but then Miss Mead's a robot, so she just started like corn or milk out whatever but there was there was no fight and cordelia was really just chilling up there too like she was like oh gunshots <laughs> hello like yeah i that was that was a disappointing ass scene like they, they could have been apparating out of there apparating you had the one which was under the table who came out like why did you move like why who who wrote it? Like, why? She would have not... I would not have gotten up. Like, everybody's down. They starting to walk away. Why would you get up and run? I, I would I'm chilling until I hear y'all leave the house. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll sleep here for the night. Apparating isn't one of the seven wonders? It's, trans, it's transmuting. That is one of the seven wonders. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you had Zoe, who was out here, like... Cause it's like, Coven, there was that scene when they were just like... They were just going all over the house. It's like, I understand if not everyone could have done it, but I know at least some of those witches could have. Like, there was more. And she just had a gun. It's not like she... <laughs> no one had... No one could have melted her. Like, <laughs> no one had bullet protection spells. <laughs> These, like... No one got no shields. Like, yeah. what are they teaching you? This Hogwarts has way better level one classes <laughs> than whatever the fuck Cordelia is teaching these kids. <laughs> like... And it's like, out of all the witches, I get, like, interesting Zoe and them down there, but why were the only witches you had up in your little council thing, oh no, out of all the witches you had in your little council thing, you had the one that was counting calories. What good was she doing for this whole story to where she was sitting in the room with y'all? Like, how are we defeating the Antichrist? That's that's a good-ass point. Like, she... What the fuck is she... Why is she in the room where it happens? <laughs> like, why is she there? Who invited her? <laughs> For real. Are y'all really just watching y'all's weight and y'all just, y'all just need her around whenever you're eating? You're just like, yeah. No, it's just... Yeah. I, I feel like, if anything... It would have been. It would have been more. It would have made more sense for Cordelia to have been down there with them, rather than she had her two right hands down there with them. Well, I mean, Cordelia was trying to. I mean, she was going through her own little crisis, trying to figure out whether or not she was going to kill herself and give her powers to Misty. Now, I mean, Mallory, like right now. 
Speaking of which, where the fuck is Misty Dick? (laughs) They were really like, where's Misty? Oh, you know, she's out gallivanting with Stevie Nicks. Okay. Like, accordingly was like, okay, we just don't let her... You know, leave her and Stevie Yo, out of this. first off, I understand she just got brought back from the fucking worst hell on earth. Hell ever. But, comma, she bitch. She's dissecting frogs. Put on your big girl, put on your big witch panties, <laughs> and get the fuck over. Like, you just got a whole tribute episode where you got the white witch to sing to you, bitch. Like, you should have been good. Like, you were good. Like, you should have had your shit together. I feel like- Where's she at? I feel like when Michael was like, I'm going to kill all your witches. Because, like, mind you, that's what he said to Cordelia. I'm going to burn all of you down. They should have had every single witch that they had in that house. Like, they should have all been together. True. Or spread them out <laughs> to protect them. But, like, maybe not all be in the same spot. You're right. You're right. That's true. But, comma. Or not been at the school. That's the first place he would look. True. He knew exactly where y'all were. Yeah, y'all didn't. Why do they not have a safe room? Why don't they have a safe room? Clearly, because your spells don't work. <laughs> like, how do we not? How do we not have a backup location? Yeah, where is their Grimwood place? Like, <laughs> this. Mm, there's just so many flaws in this thing. Like, I don't. I don't like it. And I'm trying to really figure out what the the voodoo priestess. What's her name? Um, I don't know. The snitch who got a television series. Yeah, like she what are, who's watching your TV series at the end of the world? Yeah, bitch, basically. Like, you, for 13 episodes. Just one season. So, <laughs> she got a deal for a season. Well, I mean, he still needed time to set off the apocalypse, which, which was when he went to the, um, the Illuminati people who were dressed up like, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> I was waiting for more detail to possibly give out who was in those suits because I we didn't want to throw Beyonce out there. Yo, so did I. I was just like, if somebody, if Beyonce pulls up, if one of them people pull up their helmets and it's Beyonce, first off, just as a, since y'all want to talk so much shit and swear that I'm part of the loon, like, I, if I was Ryan Murphy, I would have wrote a really nice letter to Beyonce's people and said, what do you think about this? <laughs> and he probably did, but she's been on tour. So she probably just like, oh, that's a really good idea. I'm totally down for it. I think it's funny, but I just don't have time yeah. type thing. I I hope that some, I hope Ryan Murphy at least wrote that letter and asked <laughs> for her to be in that scene because that would have just been the funniest shit ever. Or like somebody, like Pharrell, like some, somebody. Some, yeah. Some pop icon. Yeah, some pop icon. Lady Gaga. Like, that would have been so fucking dope. Like, <laughs> Honestly, they could have done Lady Gaga for the fact that Lady Gaga is part of the cast. Yeah. But she, she's she was, the easiest one to do. She is... I, I mean, I don't know where this recorded in reference to her recording her movie. Oh, okay. So, I mean, yeah. Gaga's... Legit, but I'm sure they could have one day. They could have gotten Gaga for a day. A couple hours. <laughs> like, yeah, literally, they, that scene only lasted a good, like, five minutes. CGI. We could have just CGI'd Gaga's face. I mean, I, I really wanted someone to remove a helmet or for us to see more of his... You know, and it's funny because his ranch in Texas uh, comments... People on Twitter were like, oh, is he talking about George Bush? I was like, no, he's talking about Ted Cruz. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that was actually literally my, my response to a tweet. Somebody tweeted out, was that a shot at George Bush? And I was like, no, Ted Cruz. <laughs> because we know Ted Cruz right now. Like, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Um, 
I actually like George Bush as a person. So, <laughs> so I would hope that was not. Um, but I mean, Ryan Murphy could have been, but who knows? So it, it probably was more so at the Bushes. I say, I don't feel like Ted Cruz is cool enough to be in the Illuminati. Huh. Fuck no. <laughs> the fucking Republicans don't even like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump is really bashing this man. He... Ugh, we're not going to get into politics. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, I really wanted a little more fun with that scene. Um, Michael's Michael's um, wardrobe choices are pretty good. Like, I love the red gloves with the... That was nice. He coordinates. Like, he's... Who's styling him? Like, I mean, the... Who's buying his clothes? True that. Where is he shopping? <laughs> Fuck that. Where is Cordelia shopping? I need that black dress that she had on this episode. Like, I want that. American Horror Story <laughs> FX. If you're smart, <laughs> they will start marketing. I, you know, I, I say this, start, but I have not gone on the FX's website. Because, like, Warner Brothers has great has a great website set up for all of their franchises. So, mm-hmm. like, the Harry Potter stuff, all of their movies and stuff like that, they have a lot of great, authentic stuff. Clothing, memorabilia, props. I could have to imagine FX has something, because I need that dress that Cordy, like, it was, yeah, I'm living for that dress. Um, so, I'm going to look that up later, but, <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, so we get Michael meeting up with the Illuminati, basically, because the little bowl-cut dudes, who were actually controlling Miss Mead, so now yeah. that makes me question, are they still controlling Miss Mead after the apocalypse? Like, is someone still controlling her if that's how she operated? No, um, you would have to assume so. Or I mean, so where the fuck are they at post-apocalypse? Yeah. Or in, in another bunker, I'm assuming? Yeah, because that's what he was basically talking about, was them building these underground bunkers for them. So, you have to imagine that the timing of this. So, he has this Illuminati meeting. Or the, the what the fuck? Cooperative. The cooperative. He has the meeting with the cooperative. And tells them that here are your instructions for building these bunkers. Get going. Get started. You have to think these structures are going to take at least a year or so to build. So, I'm going to go kill the witches. And then in a year, I'm going to end the world. Be ready. So, are we getting a hell of a time jump in the season finale? No. I don't think so. Um, from, okay. Oh, actually. We're we're going to finish. (laughs) So, backing up a little bit. So what Cordelia was upstairs doing was trying to get Mallory because evidently they've had the soul st- or time stone spell. We can't do a good protection spell. Spell, but we can go back in time. Yeah, all the way back to what was that like? The fucking Romanoffs. Yeah, and Anastasia was a witch, so we got like a nice little. Thro- yeah, was that necessary? Like. Of all of the... His people. You know, I, I, I appreciate it because, I mean, I love Anastasia. Um, I, I love the Warner Brothers movie, the cartoon. But isn't that the thing? Wasn't it that they said that she escaped? Wasn't, isn't that the story of Anastasia is that she escaped? Because her bones... Okay, so there's, there's a lot of stuff. Originally, her bones were not... Were, were they dis, uh, disposed of the Romanov family's bodies, bones in the woods? they weren't able to identify them immediately, so there was always the thought that Anastasia had got out somehow. 
Um, I think at this point her bones were identified, though. Oh. I think they went back and they re- they've those God rest in peace. But those I think that those bones have been exhumed and I didn't re like redone as DNA and advanced. has advanced. So I think at this point. It's been, she, so she's, I think she's been identified. I don't know because we didn't plan on talking <laughs> so in depth about the Romanoffs. But I do appreciate that that's where we went just because there was always that theory that Rasputin was a wizard or like had, was a magician of some sort because that dude was poisoned. He was shot. Like real talk. Poisoned, shot, fucking, and he never died. It wasn't until he was essentially drowned or thrown in water is when he eventually died. So, yeah, that was a nice place to put that because you would think that where Anastasia was getting her witchcraft teachings from was Rasputin. Yeah, she it was you know Rasputin was teaching them or teaching her is what I would think is where that would be, would go. It was like that's where that came from. Um, I think it was more the tie-in of because it's like they initially said she died, so I think they played on that. The fact that... Because that's how they tested whether or not it had worked. If she kept her alive. Yeah, and poor Mallory went back and she failed. And, like, that... Man, when she, like, went back, tried to stop it, couldn't, and then came back. And, like, that reaction, like, I felt so bad for it. Like, that was, like... She... That does... Man, that sucked. But she almost stopped it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad they didn't because I'm just like, we're just going to rewrite it. How are we going to rewrite history? Like, how, if you stop this, the chain reaction for are some of y'all about to exist is real. Like, this is a monumental thing that happened and, like, there's, there's going to be a chain reaction. So, she didn't stop it, though. Cause I'm, like, I'm pretty sure that was before the Salem Witch Trials. Or- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's before that. Uh, I mean, I think so. I don't know. I don't know. We ain't fact-checking. So, <laughs> sure, it was before it. But my thing is, okay, so we went there. We went there. Why did we go there? Why didn't we say go to when Michael was a baby? Why didn't we go back to the, when before they fucking moved was, into it, the horror house? In the words of Myrtle Snow, it was a dry run. They were just trying to see if she could go back. A dry run, though... I wouldn't have sent her into such a stressful environment. I wouldn't have sent her so far back. A dry run should have been, let's send her back 15 years to a happier moment. Like, why would you put her under that much stress in a dry run? Sure. I see what you mean by that. She, I mean, she said other witches have tried to stop time or, you know, tested their ability to time jump or what have you. And they haven't survived. So, again, if they haven't survived and that has failed in the past, why would we dry run her on the most stressful possible event that we could, like, put her under? And that just was... Yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> stupid test. But, so, they did that, and now they're, you know, obviously like, okay. She can go back. She can... She can go back, but, I mean, where where are we sending her to now? Where, where are we trying to send her? Yeah, I don't feel like there's anything within Michael's birth that they can actually prevent with that. Burn down the horror house. I mean, you could 
burn that house down. Stop them from. But I feel like I mean at the end of the day, somebody else moving in there. Somebody else would eventually get pregnant with the Antichrist, though. I mean, it, you should have killed him when he was a baby. Found a way, I allowed him to be born, and then killed him when he was a baby. Is where they where they should be going back time wise. But obviously, we know that's not happening because the apocalypse happens. So, now, here we are. And I don't, I don't agree with the fact that Cordelia got mad at Madison and smacked her when she tried to go back and save, like, bring Zoe and Queenie's souls back. Hold and on. Hold on. Okay. So, yeah, her smacking... Her? Madison, yeah, like, I I didn't appreciate that. Like, Madison has been doing her best this season. True, and she's she's been doing her best very well. And it's like, she told you he was the Antichrist, you can kind of, like, just assume he can do things like that. Like, that's, <laughs> that's basic Antichrist uh, in 101. That was, that was a pretty sad scene when she said she went down there and couldn't feel any of them. Um, so they're gone, gone. Like, that's... Yeah, like they're not gonna be back in this present jump. Yeah, no, is what we could. It's pretty safe to assume, unless Michael has some way to bring their <clears throat> souls back. Nah. Um, I, I mean, I don't. I mean, he, he sets off the apocalypse. <laughs> like, I don't think he's gonna have a change of heart. Now, let's. let's I think uh, maybe if Cordelia was like, "Look, I'll trade you. I'll give you back Miss Mead." Because it's not like Miss Mead was really doing anything. Like, she couldn't... She had no powers. Like, you know, she was helping She them, was grooming she was, the Antichrist to okay, take over. <laughs> she was like an Antichrist nanny. She was literally the nanny from The Omen. Like, she was just watching him. She didn't have anything to do with anything he was really doing. That Omen nod was pretty funny. Um, oh, yeah, when he was trying to become president of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, uh... <laughs> that was, Is this the plot of The Omen 3, Michael? <laughs> Uh, it's like there's not much reference material. Yeah, <laughs> poor thing. Like there's those moments where they reference his child, his childness, are the best moments of the season. Michael's, Michael's this season. Like he, he's what's keeping this afloat. Granted, we love the witches, but now where we're at with them mm-hmm. is like okay, we're just disappointed and they're gone again. So <laughs> yeah, like Queenie, Queenie died like a good twice, like just to be brought back and then killed again. I feel like that was a waste of Gabor. How do you say her name? Uh, Gabrielle Sidibe. Gabrielle Sidibe. Mm-hmm. That was that was a waste of her her talent talents. for this season. <sighs> I I wanted more for her. Um, I wanted to see her more. I wanted her to see her do. That's what I'm like. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, how was these? They just not a little like that fight. Like there should have been a fight scene. Like, and no, but the thing is, she's the only one that fought back. She's the only one that actually tried to use her powers and do something. Yeah, for real. Mind you, she did it to the wrong person. Like, I mean, she she did it to the bitch with the gun who was doing stuff. So, I mean, you should probably immobilize her. That's a good idea. But, it's, <sighs> and again, at least she tried. She tried. She tried. <laughs> I mean, in that moment, I'd have been like, all right, look, even if, you know, Michael, because I would have just figured Michael wasn't trolling her, so take out Michael real quick. I think that solve a bigger problem. But you know that he's way more powerful than you, so I mean, at least try to defuse something in the situation, which, like, again, end of the day, there should have been more of a fight, and there wasn't enough of a fight, so. Um, yeah. 
that's uh, all right. So, what's your predictions? The witches are the ones that set off the apocalypse. From the looks of this trailer, they're the ones that set the apocalypse off. Oh, they're going to. And it looks like Cordelia is going to basically seal Mallory. Uh, what's the other chick's name? The one who counts calories. Um, Coco <laughs> and Dina. Dina is the voodoo priestess. Uh huh. Um, she's going to seal their memories, have them in this bunker. I feel like she's going to cast some kind of spell. Like I feel like it's a spell more or less over them that changes their overall appearance to someone on the outside looking in. But it's like, of course, you have to keep them as this they are. actress. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like it's one of those things where they show it's like she casts a spell, they look in the mirror, they have a different face. Yeah. And. Yeah, because we know that they're there. Um, and, when, and that's the thing, because we know Michael interacts with them mm-hmm. later on. So Michael wouldn't have just been like, first off, y'all been harboring two witches all this damn time. So you're right. There has to be something there with that. So, actually, this doesn't. Because the thing with Dina is that she stayed the same. She was because it's like she. So was I Dina mean, Stevens uh, Cordelia. I mean, definitely didn't protect her ass because she betrayed them. Yeah. So. Okay, that would make sense why she was down there with them, and kind of why she was just. She didn't really have any say in Michael. She wasn't like because everyone had their like you know is he good is he bad. She was just like. I'm chilling. I'm good. So that that explains that. Yeah. And at first I was wondering how the fuck Venable, like, why there was so much aggression between the two of them. But, I mean, she barely knew who he, She didn't know who he was. They, they started to explain to her at the end of when they offered the position of the cooperative. But I don't think they really explained who Michael was. And she probably didn't really remember. I don't know how long. How long the fuck did... We don't know what the time so, lapse really is. Technically, she hasn't met Michael, though. She hasn't met him. Yeah. So, so she, you know. Didn't know. Who, she just thought he was someone from the cooperative. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's what they told her. They told her, I mean, they didn't tell her he was the Antichrist. They start telling her about the cooperative. I feel like that's something you might want to throw in with the job description. You know? <laughs> this working is who you're... for the Antichrist. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So next week is the season finale. And, yeah. So we're going to see what that brings us next week. So. Um, and by the looks of it, it looks like it's going to be one of those, <laughs> those like wrap up episodes. So going forward, um, there will be spoilers since we are, the Mayans is over and next week is the season finale of American Horror Story. The remainder of the fall season, we will be covering The Walking Dead just because it's fucking back. Like The Walking Dead is back. <laughs> um, if you have not tuned in. The season, I mean, it's really easy to go ahead and binge watch. I think it was the first four season, four episodes of the season so far. Um, so definitely it is worth, if you have watched in the past, it is very much worth go ahead and putting in the time to get caught up with this season. Even if you're behind on previous seasons, chuck it in the fucking bucket and just go ahead and jump to this season. Start watching because The Walking Dead is back. Um, this has been last episode I was so emotionally distraught. I have not cried like that watching an episode of The Walking Dead since uh, Glenn. I, Glenn was emotional for me. Sasha was emotional for me. 
this episode had you all over. We all know it was Rick's final episode. But the thing no one talked about, it was also Lauren Cohan's final episode. And there's a time jump. So, the Rain and the Whispers. I know a lot of you uh, real comic book fans of The Walking Dead know who the Whispers are. I personally do not because I stopped reading The Walking Dead. You want me to? No. Oh, go ahead. You, oh, okay. You well, still going? No, I was going to say if you wanted me to tell you. No, no, I'm saying so you're still going with the comic. So go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the Whisperers were basically people that learned to walk amongst the zombies. It's like in a way, like they were cutting off like their heads and like their hands and they were wearing like the zombie skin. And it's like they were moving with the herds to where they could kind of like. Blend. They could, they were blending in, but they were also like able to defer herds how they wanted to. Like they could use them as a weapon. Okay, so the okay, yeah. So those people are being brought in from the comics. There was a time jump in the comic or in the graphic novel, call it what you want, um, as well. And that's where this season has picked up. Um, Angela Kang is doing a phenomenal fucking job as showrunner right now for The Walking Dead. And what she's doing with this season, it's I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, she has brought The Walking Dead back to why we started watching in the first place. Um, what it was in all its greatness. So I'm here for it. So that, that will be what's taking the place essentially of the Mayans. <laughs> um, 911 may be taking the place of American Horror Story. We have mentioned that that is on the shows you should be watching list this season. That might be, depending on where that's at, I think that might be coming to a, I don't think it's coming to a season finale pretty soon. Um, but that could be taken its place, but we're going to jump in with The Walking Dead, where it's at, which next episode of season, uh, episode five, actually, or episode six is next episode of The Walking Dead. So binge watch, catch up, because that's where we'll be jumping in at. And, uh, yeah. So, and it's the way they're doing this time jump. It's almost like it's a whole new damn season anyway. (laughs) Like it's, you had episodes one through five were like watching a season of a show because there was so much in it. So much happened. To where episode 6 is almost like you get a whole nother season. Um, and kind of touching back on the Lauren Cohan's last episode was last season. So Maggie's gone too. So now we're just like, since we didn't even talk about it. like, And I mean we didn't talk about it. It wasn't talked about on social media. I mean they said before that she was leaving. That you know Lauren Cohan was leaving the show. It's going to be her final season as well. But no one, there was no conversation about the fact that that was her last episode. As well as Rick's last episode. Although we know Rick is coming back because... He's actually... Spoiler alert. He's not dead. <laughs> yeah. Mini spoiler. Rick's getting his own movie. Yeah. Rick's getting three fucking movies. So they announced that, you know, they are going to continue with Rick's story. And Rick Grimes' story will continue in three... In a trilogy of movies. And AMC made movies will be happening. And we are going to get... What we as fans of the zombie apocalypse have wanted. We've wanted more zombie apocalypse in different locations. And they're giving it to us. Um, So I think Kirkman moving to COO or CCO or whatever his new position. His, you know, bump up in position. That was also a really good idea. Because I think that this is what he wanted to do. Um, I think this is what they wanted to. They knew what the fans wanted. And they wanted a Walking Dead universe. We've gotten that in Fear the Walking Dead was a touch to that. The Red Machete was a touch to that. Um, If you have not watched The Red Machete, 
check that out as well. Um, it is online only. They don't really they don't put it on TV, but you can find it on AMC's website. Um, really good. So there's they've been dabbling in this Walking Dead universe. So yeah, that's what's gonna happen with that. So just a little sneak peek to the combos that will be coming with the Walking Dead, possibly nine one one. If you're not watching nine one one on Fox, you should be. So. Um, I think that's all we got. I think that's, I think it's a wrap for us. Um, for our weekly little, you know, go check it out on Netflix. Ah. This week we're checking out the shorts, um, what are they called? Don't Watch This? They're called Don't Watch This. It looks like it's a collection of short little horror anthology. You know, they're not really tied in. Yeah, it's a horror black mirror. (laughs) That first episode, which is what I made it through before I fell asleep. Yeah, Uh. I noticed that. (laughs) I... (laughs) I had to, I stopped on like episode four, and mind you, these episodes are only about like five minutes, if that. <laughs> that was- <laughs> They're literally like five minutes. It's like you could have watched this in a commercial. It's like one of those extended commercials. But yeah, it's they, like they're they're kind of well thought out. They're full on shorts. They're horror shorts. So if you are a fan of the horror genre, genre, check it out. We'll probably deep dive and spend some time on that next week. Um, yeah. And I think I'm finally going to break down. And watch Breaking Bad. Yeah, and watch Breaking Bad. So Cynthia has spent the last, what, four days? Yeah. I feel like it's only been four days. In four days, she watched the entire series. She's not come out of her room. <laughs> We've only seen her for meal times. <laughs> and she, she binge-watched the entire series of Breaking Bad, which I've been procrastinating on doing now for years. So, I think I'm going to go ahead and finally break down and start it. Since I'm off for six weeks anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got time. Yeah. When I'm not playing Red Dead. <laughs> so, yeah. So, on that note, you can find us at houseofblurs.com on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, hit a, you know, hit the like button. Hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this. Drop us a rating, a review, so we know what you like. Um, let us know what you think about these shows. I mean, if you're you're listening to this, it's pretty safe to assume that you're watching these shows. So, yo, uh, I mean, we're heavy on Twitter. So, Twitter at House of Blurds. You know, join in the conversation. You can use the hashtag BlurredPod. And, yeah, let us know what you've thought about the Mayans finale. What do you think is going to happen next season? Um, Facebook is House of Blurds as well. Twitter, um, I mean Instagram, Instagram. We're also on Instagram, so you can you know feel free to drop us a comment, hit the follow button on any of the social media spots. Um, if you want to help contribute, we like donations. We're taking donations <laughs> to keep this thing running, bring you also some extra content. Um, you can f- check out HouseOfBlurds.com. Um, we are on Patreon at House of Blurs. We make it super easy for you to find us. If you want to chip in, you know, we're asking, donate start at a dollar. You can do it, donate as little as a dollar a month um, to keep this thing going. But at the very least, I am asking every follower, everyone who listens to this, if you've listened to more than one episode, if you're listening now, please just share it. Share it on Facebook. Share the link on Twitter. Share it on Instagram. Tell a friend about the podcast. Uh, yeah, that's that's really what we more so would like at this moment. And make sure you follow and subscribe to all those pages and things like that. But until next time, uh, take care of yourselves and be good to each other. <laughs>